Congratulations, everybody. You've made it to uh, the end of this mini-series. This is episode four, music from my mid-30s to present day. Here we go. This week, we are moving into my mid-30s to present day, which is like 43 or 4, I'm not too sure. Um, But this is where things start to get real weird because I broke through the fourth dimension and opened my third eye or whatever. Uh, And it all happened out of boredom and also fear of becoming one of those jaded old hardcore and punk rock guys. You know the kind, the guy that stopped progressing once he got outside of high school, like that was like the peak moment in their life, senior year, class ring, going to prom, that type of stuff. I know it makes me sound like a jerk, but if you're 50 and you only listen to Fat Records bands, something went sideways along the way. Anyway, back to me being cringy. This is the part where I sell out and very slowly start listening to country. I always liked the old Hank Williams recordings, and I thought it was all super catchy, but growing up, all I heard on the radio was this nonsense. Drink, don't drive, do the watermelon crawl. Also, anyone I knew who listened to country had mullets, liked to hunt, watch NASCAR, and hated anything not like them. So in my brain, uh, country is for rednecks, and if I were to listen to it, then I too would be a redneck. Um, So when I slowly started listening to uh, old country and buying it on vinyl, I did it all very secretively, and I did not tell anyone. Primarily because I didn't want to get made fun of by my friends, but then I also remembered that I don't care what my friends think about my musical taste, Travis, because they like a lot of horrible stuff as well. So I went out, bought myself a Hank Williams record, and then a Merle Haggard record, and then a Buck Owens record, and then down the rabbit hole we go. The only newer country artist I'll listen to is Marty Stewart, but only from like 1999 on. Uh, Marty is extremely talented and one of the only guys still carrying on the legacy of like Hank, Johnny Cash, Buck Owens, and whoever else from that era. Uh, I know I can't convince you to like country, I get it, but you should check out the Ken Burns documentary he did because it may provide a better context of what it used to be before all the garbage that became country that that we know today from like the 80s and 90s on. Also, if you're a musician, it is undeniable how talented these guys are. I said it in an earlier podcast, but I saw Marty Stewart like a year or two ago, and it was the most insane thing I have ever seen in my entire life. It was flawless from start to finish. Um, Dudes were just shredding on guitars. It was insane. Um, So with that said, the next song I am going to play is called Airmail Special from Marty Stewart and his fabulous superlatives. And uh, I'm playing this one because it's an easy entry point due to the guitar work and the recording and also it's just a solid song all around so here you go Fly. 
Around 2015 or so, I realized that I wanted more surf songs in my world, but I didn't like The Ventures or Dick Dale, and I wanted something more modern and a little less dated. This is when I remembered that I completely forgot about Man or Astro Man. In the 1990s, I wasn't ready for them. However, at age 36, I was ready, and listening to it now was a completely different experience, and I finally understood how good the music actually was. Not only that, but in terms of subject matter, they weren't trying to go to the beach with their sweetheart and catch some waves, they were trying to escape a burning planet with a jetpack, which was way more appealing to me. So here is the song DEFCON 5 by Man or Astro Man.
I do a lot of digging for new music, and I'll sit through hours of garbage to find gold. And when I do find a banger that I put on the podcast, it's only after I sifted through mountains of horrible nonsense. 40 hours of pain for two minutes of joy, and that is my gift to the world. This podcast is almost over, but there is one more thing I wanted to talk about before we get to the end. Um, This is relevant because of conversations I have with people, and I'm not trying to beat a dead horse, but I've heard people say that music isn't good these days, and my uh, response to that is usually that you're wrong, because bands today uh, have a blueprint to expand on, right? So they just get to copy the bands that came before them, they have a formula to copy, and they get to modernize it. For example, there are a grip of bands out there doing the whole grunge revival thing, and they're doing it very well. And I've talked to a few friends, and they're just like, nah, man, these kids can't play grunge. And here's what I'll say to that. Just because a band was the first to do something doesn't make them the best to do it, right? So don't live and die on the grunge hill, because you're going to be the only one. Well, maybe not the only one, but it's going to be pretty lonely on that hill. Because the question I always have to ask is like, are you just trying to listen to Alice in Chains for 30 years over and over? Because that is boring as hell. Um, And another thing, if you don't like music today, go back to the time frame that you're most comfortable with or before, because I guarantee you there are hundreds of bands you either never heard of or you overlooked at the time. Um, So uh, hold on, Uh, I need to get off my soapbox real quick. One second. All right. So, uh, our final song of the series, what is influencing or resonating with me right now? And that is Spiritual Cramp from San Francisco. And it's what I hear in my head when I'm trying to write songs. They just happen to be able to execute it. And I hate them for it. So, uh, this song is called Dog in a Cage.
Give yourselves a round of applause. You have made it to the end of my mini-series of me talking about myself for four episodes straight. Um, so, yeah. Um, the main reason this came about was because I was interviewing people or had people on deck to interview and scheduling started falling through. So I was like, you know what? I'll just go ahead and do this myself and ask myself these three questions. And I found that it's one, not as entertaining, and two, really hard to pin down three songs from each decade in your life. So. If you're listening this far and, and you want to play along, shoot me an email or find me on Instagram or whatever. And if you have three songs from each decade of your life, I would be super interested in hearing about it because it's real hard. Uh, and it's also really uh, interesting to see how far you've come from your taste from when you were a kid until now and which ones stuck around and which ones are no longer there. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, again, thanks for sticking around. And uh, next week we'll be back with the regular stuff. Bye.